0: What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, managing editor of Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com, and of course, FightfulSelect.com. This show brought to you ad read free by FightfulSelect.com. You can head over there. Uh, We have several different tiers, all from uh, basic subscriber tiers all the way up to sponsor tiers. If you want to buy a six-month block of advertising on all Fightful programming, you have that option. Or if you want the more basic stuff, you can get a copy of Jimmy Van's book, Early access to my interviews and uh, Wikipedia fact check, making of finisher segments. You can get behind the scenes footage. You can get a retro podcast every month, every single week. I cover Ring of Honor, New Japan, being the elite NXT two hundred five live on the Fightful Weekender. You can get early access to the Fightful Wrestling Weekly, which has a bunch of bunch of exclusives. You can get our dark match commentary shows, where you can actually see the matches, dark matches from uh, early two thousands primarily. Brock Lesnar, Shelton Benjamin, John Cena, AJ Styles, with my commentary over top of it. You'll see the return of members-only podcasts and get access to all of our old ones, as well as uh, Q&A shows over there. We've got just a ton of uh, content over there. You won't find a lot of other Patreon-based services that have that type of content. And uh, just to get you all over there, I posted tonight's raw script, what they call the script rundown absolutely free over at fightfulselect.com. So go over there, check it out. Maybe you've never seen what a script uh, for WWE looks like before and uh, just check it out. And then maybe look at some of the perks we have set up for our subscribers as well, but definitely check that out. If you missed it, we did NXT takeover ring of honor, Supercard of honor and WrestleMania podcast this weekend, as well as a UFC two twenty three wrap up. Just head over to fightfulwrestling.com and click the exclusives tabs because my God, My God, there's uh, a ton of stuff over there. Also on FightfulSelect.com, you can get one of these beautiful T-shirts if you stay on for a defined amount of time. But enough of the plugs. You all know where to go. It's Fightful.com. Nobody else is bringing you all this info. Joined tonight by Alex Pawlowski. Raw after Mania, Alex. And it's reset your season, too, because you're out of the cell.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm no longer in prison. As you said, now I'm in the alley behind the prison. But uh, it's amazing what a little uh, fake brick paneling will do to, to a basement corner. But uh, I figured since it's the it's the new season after Mania, it's, we start anew, we start afresh. This is my own personal soup shake. So, so as uh, I
0: see that, as I see that, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, that looks way closer than his wall. So is that the same place that you've always been? It's a different
2: wall. It's okay. like off to the side. It's more in the corner. Like it's, yeah. I'm looking up here at where the wall is that I normally sit. But sure. this is like more of an interior thing. So yeah, it's
0: nice. See, I've changed my stuff around a lot. Uh, if you all couldn't tell, I live in a very, very old house. I've got like the gas heater back there. And we use window window uh, unit air conditioners because this house is a really big one. Hard to heat, cool down, all that stuff. So got to think of practical methods. I've had my setup here. I've had it about five feet over there, which was my favorite. And I've had my computer up against this window. However, then I realized, damn, we use window unit air conditioners. It's going to get really stuffy because I like the natural light and all that stuff. It's a trial and error thing, but eventually I think I'll move it around again. I like to switch it up. I like to switch Mm. it up. And Mm. WWE definitely switched it up tonight for the Raw after Mania. And I'm excited for the SmackDown after Mania, too, because they stacked the deck in the first two hours of this show. Uh, Let's go ahead and and talk about the the bit of news that came out today. I'm still working to find out a lot of information as it pertains to Brock Lesnar. It was revealed today that Brock Lesnar has re-signed with WWE. I've been reporting in the Fightful Wrestling Weekly on this podcast over and over again, they had the rights to Brock Lesnar through August. There were also uh, reports that from Pro Wrestling Sheet that Lesnar and Vince McMahon got into an altercation last night after uh, the WrestleMania main event. There was also a report from Jeremy Botter saying that there was an audible called in the middle of the ring last night. Now, I'll say this. Vince McMahon, I I would find it very hard to believe that he would call an audible without having a guy contracted. So if he called an audible in the ring, I 99% guarantee you there was no if-ands or buts about Brock Lesnar having another day. Uh, Vince McMahon will not. We've we've seen what he's willing to do to make sure that his top title isn't just dropped by somebody leaving. We we've seen that before. We saw that twenty years ago. Yeah. Uh, however, there's a lot of information coming in about this, and working really really hard to find out what I can. Greatest Royal Rumble. It's Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. And do you think it's it's the common? Theme that many people think it is is maybe this crowd in Saudi Arabia cheers Roman Reigns and that's why they want to do it there.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh well I've seen a lot of people like I have a theory that this is why they actually did it like, yeah, no, it's not a theory, that's why they did it. Like, I mean, it just, but he, it
0: he's just gonna get booed two days later, three days that's, later. But
2: that's, there's the whole thing that doesn't matter. Because here's the thing, uh what I feel like is it feels like for Vince. As long as in the moment the coronation sounds and looks great, then he can play it whenever he wants. And it'll, 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 because he'll have the authentic crowd reaction, even if it's halfway around the world where they'll cheer anything because they were super happy to have the thing there. Um, Okay. You know, like it's a weird thing, but like the 25th Amendment to our Constitution allows for people to say to the president, you're unfit to make decisions so we're going to remove you from office this is so insane that he watched last night happen and says you know what all that needs to happen to make this work is for me to do it in saudi arabia instead in the confines of a steel cage
0: the, the it's been say- four years it's been four years and with the exception of six months last year when he was working with Braun, and I think that's the hottest Roman Reigns has ever been at, at any point since the shield. And, and even then it was in a different role. Braun was the baby face. Essentially people wanted him. So I don't know, man, I just know one thing. Uh, Vince McMahon, isn't going to change stuff up if he doesn't know that that guy is coming back. Also, I was told by, by many people that were backstage that there were cameras everywhere. So they were suspicious that the Brock Lesnar, Vince McMahon, um, interaction was for the cameras, was for an eventual WWE 24 for something of that nature. Well,
2: they'd be filming that stuff for a WWE 24 anyway, regardless of whether or not that particular thing would have happened. But the thing for me is this like insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, but expecting a different result. And that's what this is. Like you're expecting a different result because you're right. He, he could well, he could go to, to he could win this whole thing uh, at the cage cage match in Saudi Arabia and then he shows up on Monday and he gets he'll get booed he'll get he'll get shot upon it's not it's not gonna it's not gonna work it, it's gonna feel hollow
0: so yeah well I will have a live podcast right after the greatest royal Rumble that will be Friday April 27th make sure you all check that out do, Absolutely. by the way do,
2: do, does that title not Feel like something like the Saudi prince said exactly yes, yes. And, and we will call it the greatest Royal Rumble. Well, yeah, no, the, yeah, that's fine. But we had a thought. No, we will call it the greatest Royal Rumble. Oh, sure. Thank you for all of these sacks of cash.
0: <laughs>
2: we'll call it whatever you want, sir. That's what it felt it, well, it I'm,
0: like. I'm gonna be honest with you. I wasn't in love with the fightful name when we launched that. But <laughs> Jimmy, you know, Jimmy's right. That direct deposit hits twice a month, and <laughs> I'm like, you know what, Jimmy? I like the, I like it, and ultimately, it was the right call. I, yeah. I like the branding. We'll, I like everything we'll, that has to do we'll with it. See. So. Yeah, we will. Maybe a different situation here. Yeah. WWE Raw kicks off. Stephanie McMahon brings out Ronda Rousey. Says she's proud of Rousey and that she is Rousey's friend. Ronda is out there, all smiles. Stephanie has a huge brace on her arm, and then they embrace without Rhonda saying a word and then Rhonda just stares at stephanie
1: mm-hmm.
0: now there are going to be some derpy sons of bitches it's like how dare you compare this <laughs> oh. this is stephanie stone cold steve austin right mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. and it's because stephanie is finally not not just getting her comeuppance but getting it with regularity and that was part of the appeal of vince mcmahon and stone cold steve austin is that it was rare when Vince got one up on Stone Cold, and already it's rare that Stephanie gets one up on Ronda. Ronda just breaks her arm all the time, and I hope that's a recurring theme, <laughs> just all the time, all the time. We get a flying arm bar. Rousey rips off Stephanie's arm brace, and it was it was perfect. The way that the crowd reacted as she stared at Stephanie McMahon because they've they've established this now. Then when Ronda Rousey stares at you, she hasn't locked it in. But then when she lays back, that armbar is in. And Stephanie once again sold it perfectly. Yeah. This was, this was really great stuff, especially to kick off Monday Night Raw.
2: Yeah. It, it, it remains to be seen where they go from here. Uh, as I said last night, Stephanie and Triple H both have a history of peacing out after Mania for months at a time. Um, so if if Stephanie's down to like work for a couple of months or through August or whatever to get set up something for SummerSlam and and you know be the thorn in Rhonda's side or whatever, and they want to do that, fine. Or if you go, Great, this was a lot of fun and everything, we're gonna build something in the late summer. Uh, go away in May and June, Rhonda, and keep training and we'll we'll do stuff without you here. Like that's fine too. Like there's a lot of stuff that you can do here. Um, but this did feel like like the culmination of stuff rather than a continuation. Um, and I think they can come back to this whenever they feel like it. So we'll see.
0: I'm sure if WWE was allowed to book Ronda Rousey on Greatest Royal Rumble, they would. Yeah. And based on the card that's out there right now, I'd be like, What was the real WrestleMania? Yeah. Because I'm sitting there thinking, John Cena versus Triple H, we get a tag title match, we get Reigns versus Lesnar in a cage, which I think will probably honestly be better than their Mania match. Well, yeah.
2: It'll, cer- it'll certainly feel better because the crowd won't be crapping all over it throughout it. Um But the other thing is, like, apparently, we're getting all of the male titles, like, across both it's, brands.
0: That's the way it seems. Uh, at least that's what they advertised. But they also initially advertised... The Hardy Boys against the Bar for the tag team titles, and well,
2: that's the other thing is that is that this happens in what two weeks from Friday, yes. um, uh, and next week is the Soup Shake. So all of these people who are be like, who, who knows what brand people be on and what titles they'll be going for, you know?
0: And we'll so, talk more knows? about the Soup Shake next week. And people yeah. ask for predictions on who's coming up and stuff. It's I can't make predictions right now. They're they're about to change everything up, but. Uh I'm very happy they announced the new soup shake. Uh, yep. that it needed to happen and they they shook quite a bit up already but already yeah. But yeah, I think that uh <laughs> that the Lesnar Reigns match will be better there than the one we saw on Sunday. Also, I put uh when I found out that bit of news on Fightful or uh, about the Hardy boys being that that match being changed up. I posted that little tidbit of info on Fightful Select, so keep your eyes out on stuff like that. Go over there and check it out. Love the Ronda-Stephanie segment. Thought it was a perfect kickoff to Raw. Yep. Nia Jax comes out, huge you-deserve-it chance for Nia. Now, while I appreciate the sentiment, let's not go crazy here. Hmm. She debuted in the ring less than three years ago, Alex. Mm -hmm. She was brought up to the main roster about two about. A little over two years into that. Right. Yeah. Her work's not been exceptional. She's not had a great run. Yeah. But here's, here's to that changing. But when I heard that chant, I was like, well, it's good because she it, it gets her over a little bit. But I was like,
2: really? Yes. This, this yes. is where we're going with this? I'm going to say she deserves it in storyline. Mm. She deserves it for having put up with Alexa's crap for so long. And we'd much rather have had her win... Then then do this weird version of Triple H over Booker T where the objectively worst person in the feud wins the match. Yeah. Like if Alexa had somehow won, it would have felt awful. So this, this is the right decision. And maybe it's like you I'm happy to see you with the title. Yeah. As opposed to the person who also could have been holding it. But you're right. No, you deserve it as as opposed to like saying that to somebody who's toiled forever like if somehow eventually cesaro becomes world champ and they and there's a you deserve it chant it'll be a vastly different kind of you deserve it chant than it was tonight for Nia Jax
0: so they they mentioned in commentary that alexa and mickey have been publicly campaigning to move to smackdown live because of what happened and alexa needs some freshening up whether it be moving to smackdown or a change in her character because she played this character for so long and it was just character-based because she didn't wrestle a lot. Yeah. I really thought she was like going to see the error of her ways as a result of a debuting Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. It's like yeah. I was telling Joe Hulbert on Twitter, the T-Rex in Jurassic Park was really shitty, but those Raptors yeah. were even shittier. <laughs> so not, Alexa Bliss, who has had an eating disorder in her past, yeah. it's been yeah. documented. She sees Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, and it's like, oh, man. And they and I don't know that anybody plays giggling bullies worse than those two or better than those two, save maybe Lay Cool in their prime. They were pretty right. damn good at it. But I thought that's the way it was going to go. It hasn't as of yet. Uh, I do love that Alexa Bliss came out and cut a promo about her being under emotional distress because of the ass-kicking that Nia Jax uncorked on Mickey James. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Naya says that she does have a partner. It's Ember Moon, and Ember gets a big pop, Alex.
2: Yeah. No, absolutely. She 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 uh deserves it, the pop, uh, for her work um in NXT. Um uh both uh, right before Asuka left and since Asuka left when she became the champ. Um she's been doing really great stuff, as you said. Her promo work has improved. Um she's always been great in the ring. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm really excited to see what they do with her. It's a it's 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 nice. There's no pressure to like hot shot her into a title program with babyface Nia holding the belt. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and and again, the soup shake's going to change a lot of stuff. Like, I'm not saying Ember's going to go from from Raw to to SmackDown, but somebody is coming from SmackDown to Raw, and that person will you know whatever. We have no idea what's going on, but but as you said. Uh, Alexa could wind up on SmackDown, but that would be uh, one of the first people to go from SmackDown to Raw and back to SmackDown. Um, like there are people like Becky Lynch, who's doing nothing not over a damn on, thing on SmackDown and has been there since the original draft. Like Homegirl needs to get over to Raw and be involved in something.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't
2: know what it is. Maybe, I mean, not that I want this because I think she's a great baby face, but she could absolutely be justified in saying, "Hey, when's it my time?" and turning heel in that in that fashion.
0: Babyface heavy on RAW right now. Depending on what they do with Sasha and and Bailey, uh, Ember hit the Eclipse on Alexa. Who? Uh, Ember did it great. Alexa took it great. She sold it great. Uh, that leads me to believe Alexa switching because that's what they do. They they beat people and then they move to another brand. So it wouldn't shock me to to see that go down. Also, uh, just a little note from the script, uh, Dave Finley, Fit Finley and Sarah Stock produced this segment. But it wasn't long enough for me to even give a match rating to on my match ratings that I put on Fightful.com. Very, very short. Yeah, it was a showcase for Ember, justifiably. Backstage, Kurt Angle does announce a superstar shakeup. Nicholas gets a huge pop with Braun Strowman, and they relinquished the tag team titles because he's a fourth grader. Yeah,
2: yeah, this was uh, pointless.
0: I I said on Twitter that I think that vacating championships devalues them, and a guy said, well, they don't have any value. They're the raw tag team titles. I said, yeah, that's the point if you want to add value to them. That doesn't help. You can, you can almost add negative value to something. And I, I thought that was why? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I good for Nicholas. He got a pop. He's John Cone's kid. He's a refs kid. It's not a fan. It's not like a make a wish kid. Yeah. yeah. Which is it was, it was you know, whatever good. the kids not dying. That's very fortunate. I'm very happy about that.
2: I thought it was cute that bronze, like in a few years when he's done with school, we're going to get the tag titles back. I thought that was cute. And the kids like, and then someone's going to get these hands. Oh, it's cute. That was good. I mean, cool. Uh, that's fine. Um, it, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me because uh, apparently what you're going to get is Seamus and Cesaro versus people we've already seen on raw for a while. I thought it was going to be a debuting team. It was going to wind up grabbing the belts right off the bat. Uh, well, that's going to happen. I
0: it'll be kind of a debuting team. I think it'll be Bray and Matt Hardy.
2: Me, me too. But I mean, at least those are guys we we know. We have seen them around. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. My thought with this was, this to me is the is a clear sign that Braun's headed to SmackDown in my in my mind because. That way you get him away from Brock and Roman. You don't have to worry about everyone clamoring yeah. for him to be in that title program. Um, this is a way like this whole thing of like, well, I won the tag titles. Now I'm kind of, uh, he's, he didn't do anything. He just said, we got to relinquish the belts, but that was it. He didn't <clears throat> say, now I'm doing this instead. None of that happened. So I would not be surprised at all to see him wind up on SmackDown. <clears throat> and there's no shortage of stuff for him to do over there. Like you know, and you could absolutely run a whole bunch of stuff sure. in, that, in that in that realm. Gosh, you know you know what would be great? I'd like to see him power slam Jinder seventy five times. You know what I mean? Sure. There's, there's I, a lot of I, stuff you could you could do to get over over there that that nobody would be clamoring. Why doesn't Braun face Roman? Nobody would yeah. be clamoring for that because he'd be on the other brand.
0: Especially you. Uh, because he'd be on the show you don't cover. Oh my God! You'll quit your job. <laughs> what the hell?
2: Maybe I'll have <sighs> to do a, a soup shake of my own.
0: No way, Jose debuts defeating Sean's or John Schuyler. He hits a short arm hip toss, neck breaker. You heard me right, and a fastball punch. That's a wrap. I think a lot of people may be confused why no way Jose's up. If you've ever seen him at a live event, you'll know why. Because. I've never in my in my days seen a more consistent, effective show starter than No Way Jose on a live event circuit. He could spend a couple years on the main roster, They would, and they could put him on live events and nothing else, and he will do what they want him to accomplish. He gets people to dance. He gets people out of their seat. He gets people to make noise. He's gotten better as a worker. I am completely fine with a No Way Jose right now. What did you think? Of the rosebud return,
2: <laughs> I mean, he did this at at, at uh, takeovers and stuff. He'd have people want, coming out in in you know WWE merch, and they'd be conga lining with him and all that stuff. That's fine. I mean, it certainly does conjure up images of a tor- horribly failed gimmick they tried that that worked in NXT yes. but did not work on the main roster. I think that the thing about NXT uh, about No Way Jose um, is that. His ceiling is way lower than other people. As far as like, yeah. I don't, i do not talking to see him contending for titles and stuff. Like there were there, the, you take a guy like Ty Dillinger, who was a huge fan favorite in NXT, and we all wanted him to get some gold and something like like it was a big thing that we were pushing for him to like really get his shot. Nobody was pushing for No Way Jose to get his shot. Yeah. He was a lot of fun to watch, and he was he's a big dude. And so it, it's kind of impressive when guys like Lars Sullivan squash him. You know what I mean? So on the main roster, what's his thing? His thing going to come out on main event and have an 18-month feed with Kurt Hawkins. And it'll be a lot of fun for the, for the live crowds. And that's great. You know what I mean? But nobody's going to be – everyone's like, well, they could have brought up all these other people. But there's not a lot of room at the top. There, there is a lot of room in the lower to mid card where you could actually just get over a guy who conga lines and then hits a fastball punch. It, it, it'll get a pop, and that's what he's going to do, and he'll be really yep. great.
0: Another one too short to give a rating to. We had the first match in the Tag Team Eliminator, which Kurt Angle announced when The Bar came up and said that they wanted their rematch. Kurt Angle said that they will get it in Jeddah at the Greatest Royal Rumble against the winner's. Of this uh, miniature tag team uh, tournament the revival defeated the Good Brothers. I love good old high flying Kurt or Carl Anderson flying around. He eats a shatter machine. Started in progress. Had this been a ten minute match, I would have, it would have been one of those that I give six point five or seven out of ten to, which is pretty well above average. But it was it was just a few minutes. It was to get the revival a win, and Good Brothers are one of those teams that I see
2: probably moving on. Yeah, as long as they stay with Finn, because I think that those three guys are really good together. And well, they don't know, have to. I know that. Oh, so they don't. They don't have to.
0: But I mean, but whatever, whatever roster they got, a, they got an AJ Styles or a Finn Balor there.
2: That's that's true. Um, but I, I do. Finn has felt different since he started running with the Good Brothers again. Like he, it looks like he's happier. And so, like, it feels like he's 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 into it more. Like his his matches have been better since he's had that kind of the running buddies, um, even if they're not at ringside. Um, the thing I liked about this was that it 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 hit a lot of the uh, revival's greatest hits, like um, like uh, Scott Dawson reaching behind his head during an atomic mm-hmm. drop to get the tag for Wilder. There's a lot of like who's who's legal, all that stuff that they confuse guys with. Shatter Machine always looks great. Um, they bait uh, Luke Gallows into kicking the the barricade and wrecking his knee, like all really great revival stuff, um, which makes me sad because they're just going to lose next week to, to, to Bray and Matt. Yes, they will. But they always get a little bit of a head start, and then and I was I wish they could keep going.
0: So we might as well cover the main event segment since it's. <laughs> Like, one of the least noteworthy things, but Seth Rollins comes out and talks about the accomplishment of reaching the Grand Slam. The crowd reacts in fantastic form, gives him a great ovation. Finn Balor follows Rollins out and says that he wasn't pinned and he wants the opportunity to face Rollins, agreed upon by both parties. However, the Miz Taraj come to the ring and the Miz gets a great reception for having a child. This is going to be a lot of fun, Alex. We've talked about it before, so we don't have to expand upon it, but... This character is gonna be fun. And I like that Rollins and Balor, good babyface writing here, to have them be like, Yeah, man, congratulations. That's awesome. I'm proud of you.
2: Yeah. It was good babyface writing up until a point where they took an unnecessary shot at the Miz's wrestling ability.
0: Why, 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 why would has been a dick for a decade?
2: Oh, sure. But in this particular moment, that wasn't necessary. Just was necessary.
0: It's been a decade of dickedness. Like sure. it's
2: Sure, but listen the the man, the man's baby cried, which made his wife cry, which made him cry, and then you got to kick sand in his face. Seth Rollins,
0: God, come, come on. on, come on. Sorry, go easy on the guy. Sorry, easy on the guy. Sorry, on the guy. If you, I don't care when you have your kid. If you're a dick <laughs> to me for ten years prior, understandable. You had, you had your grace period. It was a couple days. I was nice to you understandable a decade anyway a a a decade a decade (laughs) 10 years man miz says he wants his rematch at the backlash pay-per-view but they can go three on two right now instead jeff hardy makes his return stands tall with the baby faces as uh, the miz taraj leave take a powder so later on as we're going into the match I haven't gotten to the Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt stuff yet, but I'll go ahead and address it. I like that they they plugged this hole. They yeah. had Matt run into Jeff backstage. Jeff, who's wearing pretty much matching gear with Finn Balor, but they they address it, and Jeff's like, okay, cool. And they also – we'll talk about the Sister Abigail thing, but they they didn't just ignore, well, why wouldn't Matt and Jeff be hanging out here? Yeah, They, they addressed it, and they, more importantly – they had Rollins and Balor address it. Yeah. What the hell was that? And Jeff's just kind of like, I don't know, man. I just go along with it. <laughs> don't want to get slammed through a table at my brother's house again. <laughs> I just want to go over there and have nachos sometime without getting my ass kicked, you know?
2: I don't want to get side affected <laughs> off of the apron through a table in my brother's garage, dude.
0: Like if you ever tried to not go along with it, he'll run over you with a lawnmower.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's got this drone which shoots lasers and there's fireworks in his backyard. You don't even want to
0: know. Jeff's like, I'm not saying shit. They just hired Jeremy Borash and I don't know what he's up to.
2: (laughs) So this is fun. It was, it was really fun. And I I I, I loved Bray and and Jeff hugging it out. Like I just Brother Nero and a big hug. Like there's, there's a lot of potential here. I fully expect it to be squandered, but there's a
0: lot of potential. Well, we we could see a split here too. That's, that's the way I I would think in the match, Jeff hits poetry of motion in motion, which Cole messes up the call and then admits on the air. He's like, you know, I probably should know that I I came up with the name for the move. (laughs) I like that commentary was horrible tonight the worst since coach's first night back i think dreadful dreadful horrible uh back and forth tag action i don't know how we're supposed to care about axel and dallas but whisper in the wind does hit on both dallas and axel and hit as well as i've seen it in quite a while rollins hits a suicide dive then a tope con Hilo. they got burned it down over tonight they need to thank Bo dallas and curtis axel for the unbelievable ass kicking that they took in this match i hope that when they got to the back that all three of the baby faces said thank you guys yeah because because they they really earned it falcon arrow gets over of course it's awesome curb stomp for the win from rollins after the match there is a twist of fate a coup de gras a swanton bomb a super kick another coup de gras another swanton bomb another curb stomp damn (laughs) It was, it was, uh, excessive. It, it was, it was egregious. Like
2: it, it was one of those things where like, okay, like there's one point where I actually liked the, the commentary. At Parker,
1: our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling
0: Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast
2: tonight where coachman goes the win isn't enough yeah like yeah the dudes it's so like listen i'm totally fine with the heel getting his comeuppance but there's a thing where like okay well he's had enough like you can you can stop now like we 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 all saw the heel did a bad thing and now you 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 beat him up you don't have to keep beating him up until he's dead that's just excessive
0: little scoop nugget here Tyson kid produced this I see uh, Jeff Hardy moving into the RVD spot from a few years ago that's what I see for him sure because it's it's hard for me to believe that WWE would believe that he could stay healthy long enough yeah speaking of this led into a very sad segment we had Mandy Rose with absolution defeating Sasha Banks with Bailey Bailey comes down to even the odds gets cheered heavily by the crowd I think that would be a cool thing that should be referenced later on by Sasha is that Bailey came down during her match, cost her the match, and got cheered as a result. Sasha hits a good Thez press, works over Mandy. Mandy comes back, but she has really elementary offense. This wasn't very good in my opinion. Sasha has a heatless opponent to work with that doesn't have the benefit of being experienced. Sasha gets a big knee on the apron, double knees off the top rope, but outside the ring, Bailey accidentally punches Sasha Banks, and then Mandy cracks Bailey with a knee of her own. Gets the win. This I would have went subpar to me, but the story at the end and Mandy Rose's nice knee kind of evened it up for me. I thought it was, was fair stuff.
2: Yeah, but the storytelling's all wrong. Like, how long ago did they have their locker room brawl? Where they were like oh, both yeah, there and smashing faces into lockers and stuff. And now like Bailey's just like, oh, because they told me to, I'm gonna come out here during your match and stand by point. the like I-, I don't know why that happened. Like it doesn't none of none of that makes any sense. I know you have to get Bailey out there, but you already did the backstage brawl. That's it. Like, they're not, they're not, I don't know why is Bailey out there if not to intentionally cost saucer the match? That should have been your thing instead of, you know, instead of an accident and then feeling kind of bad about it. Sure. Because at this point, we already know they're not friends anymore, so there's no reason for them to be at ringside for each other's matches.
0: Sure. Uh, they're going to face off next week. <laughs> Do you think that it'll it'll go to a non-finish or do you think it, it goes to a finish and then they split them up oh wow <laughs>
2: god they might they might just do it i mean here's a, a, a i believe they they won't do that i think we will go into a non-finish i think they have a match at backlash i think i think one of them will get a flash roll up or something where it's not Decisive, and then they'll do it again at Money in the Bank, and then they'll have a big Extreme Rules match at Extreme Rules, and then they'll have a blow off match. At, I think it'll run forever, but I do think that every time they have a pay per view match, it'll it'll be great. It'll be very, very, very good four star matches. Um, so I'm looking forward to this feud, um, but it does not excuse the really terrible out-of-order storytelling that they're doing with it right now. And I don't have high hopes for them to make it any better on the weekly television um, throughout the rest of these few next few months.
0: So immediately after this was Paige taking to the mic and briefly Absolution joined her before kind of dipping out of the ring. She admits that she is not able to compete anymore. And I mentioned that last night it was particularly heartbreaking to see her say that she was injured and maybe next year she is 25 years old and this is something that we we brought up on the podcast several times upon her return was that we'd never seen this type of injury from a woman this age who was trying to work a full-time schedule and it didn't take long for that full-time schedule to affect her she cuts a great great i can't even call it a promo she was just talking and she thanked daniel bryan for giving her hope she said that she spoke to Edge, who has an injury closer to hers, cervical spinal stenosis, and says that um, she talked to Edge about her career and let, she let, he let her know that there was life after this. She retires in New Orleans, where she made her WWE debut. I just man, I have a lot of respect for Paige. I don't know, I don't know that I know of anybody in wrestling history that's had more ups and downs in four years than her. Debuted. Won a title, you can't go anywhere but down from there. And from a creative perspective, she really didn't. That's that, that was her peak. However, that was right before this women's revolution. That was before all this. She got hurt. You had the drug tests. You had the stuff with Del Rio. You had the leaks. You had uh, the hospitalization that didn't come out. Then you had this return, and it was great. And you had her taking responsibility for the things that she did wrong. On that amazing Lillian Garcia interview that I thought was uh, wrestling interview of the year. Wrestling or MMA interview of the year last year. This is sad. If WWE doesn't have something for her, they aren't trying. Manager, announcer, GM, scout. Lots of options.
2: Yeah, man. It's one of those things where we all knew months ago that she was done. Mm -hmm. But they didn't address it. So for it to just for her to like just out of the out of the blue, well, I expected her to just kind of just hang out for a while and never really address it. And then she comes out and says, Oh, hey, yeah, by the way, four years ago tonight, I debuted on the main roster in this building.
0: And you know, like that's a huge deal. For for a while we, you know, in the early to mid two thousands, these neck injuries were almost commonplace. Rhino, Edge, Lita, Chris Benoit, Kurt Angle. You saw them happen, like, all the time. And some of them went on to have long careers. Rhino's still wrestling. Mm -hmm. Lita didn't last long. Benoit, we know what happened there. Edge eventually had to retire as a result. Now we're seeing almost a rash of neck injuries again. And, you know, a lot of people will say, ah, it's a style, it's a style, it's a style. Well, I, I'm not buying that. I, I think it can't help, but getting dropped on your head doesn't help. No. But there wasn't a lot of that out of page. She wasn't getting dropped on her head a lot. That wasn't no. the situation, but we've had her. We've had Jason Jordan. We've had Sting, which I think was more age than anything. And we've had Sheamus saying that he works with uh, some spinal stenosis. Now, I can tell you, I deal with spinal stenosis on a daily basis. When I go train MMA, I'm, it, it's frightening to do front rolls. It's scary. Sheamus is in there working real hard, and I mean like getting brutalized in a manner that I've never seen somebody get brutalized after admitting that they have that. I hope that we don't have to see the same out of him, despite the fact that he's 15 years older, because what we saw Paige doing and saying tonight was heart-wrenching. It was. It was one of the saddest that I've seen. It truly
2: was, I mean, especially because in front of that crowd who – was so supportive and they were chanting for thank you page. This is your house. Like all this stuff. It, it it really got to me like this. This is this person thought she would be doing this for, for so much longer than she was able to. And even in that four years, she was out for a, a year, right out of the four years. So, you know, it's just, it, and I, I said it when, She, she got injured and we, we heard she was going to go out. She'd be a great manager. I mean, she really would or commentator or something, but she, she'd be, she, she's, she knows the business. Yeah. And I I think she's a good talker. There's a lot of stuff that you could do with this, but the way she said it, it felt like she was stepping away from the business. Like it just, it, it,
0: Do you think that she'll be the type of person who wants to wrestle outside of WWE? Because here's the thing. When Daniel Bryan wanted to do it, it was because of a brain issue that a bunch of doctors were saying that he didn't have. And as it turns out, three years of his career was wasted because one doctor said no while all the others said yes. For her, it's different. It's different. Tyson Kidd. He accepted reality he's producing. It was said straight up, if he hadn't done a lot of neck bridges when he was younger, he might have died. Yeah. It was the Christopher Reeve injury is what it was called. Yeah, I don't want Paige to slip walking down the street and that be it. Because, you know, uh, unfortunately, sometimes the spinal stenosis, that can happen. With Tyson Kidd's extreme case, it can. However, if you're in the ring bumping, taking superplexes and stuff, that's dangerous, my man.
2: Oh yeah. No, this is I don't because because we knew that that Daniel Bryan had all these people who were telling who was telling him that he was okay to go, it all depended on whether or not you believed all those people or the WWE's doctor. Now, whatever. In this case, I feel like nobody's telling Paige, Yeah, you're fine. Exactly. Totally go out there and get kicked kicked in the head, and dropped off the apron. It'll be fine. No one's telling her that. So please, Paige do not do that and please other 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 uh feds all over the world don't let her you know yeah yeah.
0: elias comes out he is super over gets a great ovation that's gonna be sound like a broken record tonight but a lot of people got great reactions sings a hilarious song about how he wants to punch everybody in new orleans in the face the guy's dedication to his gimmick was great because he showed up on bourbon street last week and started to perform And he's developed into a good guitar player. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't matter. Bobby Lashley's here, and he kicked a living shit out of Elias. He held Elias up for, like, two hours in that vertical suplex. Score one for Kevin Dunn missing the ramp again. Can't wait for the YouTube video of the unseen footage of Bobby Lashley's raw return, just like we saw with AJ Styles' Royal Rumble debut because production missed it. But... Nice return, great reaction for Bobby Lashley. He looked yeah. great. Yeah, he did. And uh, I
2: had a friend of mine today. You know, when the when the word was leaked that he that he might be returning tonight because some somebody left somebody production left their uh, laptop open or whatever, and somebody snapped a picture of it. Um, uh, it was like, how was how it running in TNA? Because like I wasn't a big fan of him his when he was here. Fantastic,
0: before. he came into his it own. Was,
2: it was. He got, he got a lot better in TNA than he was when he left WWE. Um, And I'm really excited to see what they do with him uh, on the main roster.
0: Bobby Lashley woke up one day and he said, I'm the baddest son of a bitch in this company. (laughs) And then he started to talk like it on the mic, wrestled like it in the ring. If there's one thing that I'll be happy about him moving to WWE, it's that he will be forced to abandon that terrible spear that he does. Yeah. Um, I think it was him and or Moose that would do like the flip with it. And I hated it I hated it looked bad, but he's there and he looked good. He looked younger than when he was in WWE the first time. He did. He did. Up. And, and, <laughs> and,
2: and, and he looked jacked. There are
0: reasons.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 So uh, we'll see how, 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 how that goes. But um, like, there's so many really cool matches to be had between him and guys that weren't there when he left that are there now. And, like, yeah, you know, I mean,
0: and he can work now. It's not raw talent that he's working with. He can work. He can um, really work. Yeah. I had a lot of people asking me how this affects his MMA career. He hasn't fought since 2016. Yeah. So, uh, and he wasn't in the heavyweight tournament, had some contract issues. So, there you go. Heath Slater is mad that he's not the tag team eliminator. And makes an open challenge. The authors of pain answer. I just want to say one funny thing about the script. Bobby Lashley's was the only one leaked before because of that picture. And his was the only one that wasn't in the script. Yeah, Everybody else, their name was in the script. But everybody knew that Lashley was coming back, but they had a blank for him. Yeah. I was very surprised that Ellering was with them. I tweeted that. And I said that for weeks because... I was always told by my people at Full Sail, don't expect Ellering to be going on the road and making towns. As it turns out, he won't be. After they beat the brakes off of Heath Slater and Rhino, they held him back. And I think that's that's good for a number of reasons. Uh, Continuity closes a plot hole, keeps Ellering off the road. Also, I think Ellering can go right back to NXT and has about two or three different teams. That he could take under his wing, and he could be the star maker there. Yeah,
2: yeah the thing about Ellering is that uh, I was always a little confused at his necessity uh, with the team in NXT to begin with. He didn't do a lot of talking for them. No. Um, it was a lot of like, "Hey, if this guy says we're they're, they're good, they've got to be good."
0: Doesn't bump either.
2: He doesn't hit bump. No, like he he got he got involved in certain matches. They, they put him in a damn shark cage in one match because they were trying to sell shark cage toys. Well, but, I mean, goddamn, Alex, the man
0: managed DOA, so right. you know his endorsement
2: right. means something. Exactly. That's that's the whole point. Is that's why he he's he's a guy who says, well, if if this guy says you're good, then you're good.
0: But I um, mean. To- to be serious, he managed King Kong Bundy, Crush, yeah. Arn Anderson, Jake Roberts, Road Warriors, Iron Sheik, Abdul the Butcher. Like he's, he's proven the spoiler. I think Don Jardine, the guy that trained the Undertaker, so track yeah. record.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I'm really happy for authors of pain. Uh, as I was doing a lot of rewatching of of stuff over the past couple of years in NXT leading up to Takeover, they were in matches I was watching. Uh, They've improved so much just in the past two years. Uh, And and it's one of those things where, hey, great, they're up here. Hey, wait, they're not involved in the tag team title picture yet. Like, it feels like they're going to slow build these guys where you don't need to. They're ready. They're ready. They're ready to squash whoever comes out of Jeddah with those belts at at Backlash.
0: I would hope so. And the thing is, there there are a lot of, like how I mentioned Paige, when she won the title her first night, there was nowhere for her to go but down. I think these guys are the opposite. Yeah. Because when you win, okay, I automatically buy them. Also, I think pairing with Samoa Joe, I've been saying it for for weeks, 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 months. That is is your God-level main event talent. I'm talking like, I didn't think he'd get better than The Shield. These three, you know what you name them? The sirloin beef sons of bitches.
2: That's- <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I also feel like uh, the Usos wind up on the same uh, show with these guys. I mentioned
0: that last week.
2: And mm. do some really great stuff, especially if you got Samoa Joe and them running together. And then you got the Usos teaming with Roman because Roman's feuding with Samoa Joe now. That's a lot of.
0: Cool is, is there a spigot anywhere around here? Because I need hosed down. <laughs> Thinking about that one. Also, uh, they need a better finish than the leg sweep. Clothesline doesn't scream no, fear no. me.
2: No, the the clothesline, the lariat looks vicious, mm-hmm. but I feel like the the leg sweep kind of lessens the impact. Yeah, because you're being cushioned to the ground. Like also, it has-
0: it's the it's the move you always add to your creator wrestler when you're just trying to get that. Move set done. Yeah. No so, uh, one. Roman Reigns versus the establishment.
2: <laughs> this was so dumb. So stupid.
0: <laughs> what are they going to call me next? I'm wearing a tank top this week. But you know what? I found out it's today. really cold in this venue, and they knew I didn't have sleeves. So
2: I found out today that I'm wrestling Brock again in a three weeks in Saudi Arabia, in a cage match for the title? And I don't understand why Why I had to find out about it on Twitter. I'm you, really upset.
0: You mean to tell me I got my ass whipped in the main event and they, they have the, the gall to give me a championship match, another chance at that title that I want so bad without telling me? What other a- hurdles are they going to throw at me?
2: I get a rematch I didn't ask for? How dare they?
0: Man. Samoa Joe comes out and he's like, you keep losing to Reigns. You're a Pud. Yada yeah. yada. Since he will be waiting for Roman Reigns at Backlash. I like that. Roman Reigns is probably winning. And um Reigns versus Joe at Backlash is a good one. And I- I'm there. I'm cool. I like it. Samoa Joe's back. Good. Yeah. Good.
2: Samoa Joe's promo was fire as it always is. Very good. love that he comes out dressed to go like with the towel and everything like that's great. I think that he, he's, I feel like he, he rolls out of bed wearing his gear and that's yeah. it. That's all he wears all day. Um,
0: he wears a lot of roots of fighting stuff, which is yeah. old timey soft shirts.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I, I love this promo. Um, I, I love that he, that he just has a problem with Roman and why not? Um, And this, this is, this is good. This is, this is a great match Backlash. Whether or not they decide to do the coronation of Reigns in Saudi Arabia, Um, if he ends up losing again because they feel like they're going to keep the belt on um, Lesnar until SummerSlam or whatever, then you can have the match be Samoa Joe saying, I told you, son, I told you you couldn't beat him, and I'm going to beat you too. That's a lot of fun too, even if it's not for the belt.
0: Up next is the Woken Wyatts against Titus Worldwide in a Tag Team Eliminator. We see a backstage vignette with Hardy and Wyatt. They mention that Wyatt's uh, Sister Abigail has been – what was the term they used? Uh, uh, Rendered obsolete. Abdicated, whatever the hell. Rendered obsolete. Exercised. Sister Abigail's gone. Cool. We get a delete versus a worldwide chant. Uh, This was almost all offense from – Hardy and Wyatt and they were on the page on the same page pretty well I thought their double team offense looked pretty good.
2: Yeah, it's fine. This is fun. I love that it's just basically it's just basically Bray. He didn't like change his look or or do much of anything. He's wearing a a, a, a leather butcher's apron for some reason. That's fine. Um uh I loved their backstage segment because I I just want Matt Hardy talking to the ghost of Andre the Giant through the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal Trophy. I just want that forever. Until yeah. next until next year's Memorial Battle Royal. Um, and, and I think it's fun that, like, Bray Wyatt is happy now. Like, he's had that horrible, awful demon exorcised from him. And he's the same dude. He just is now in a better place. And that's, that's fine. Honestly, real talk, I'm super happy for Bray Wyatt to be in a position where he can be unironically cheered. Like, because I think this guy's really talented and I don't think it's all his fault that, that the gimmick has been stale dog shit for two years, you know, or, or longer. I I feel like there's more they could do with him. And if, if, if it takes him being a baby face for a while, even with Ray Hardy to get there. Great. Go get him.
0: Yeah, I'm down for baby face Bray Wyatt. Twist of Abigail won it. This is okay. Whatever. So, essentially, uh, the last segment we had to talk about on tonight's show uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn show up backstage and talk to Kurt Angle. They want a job. They are dressed for a job interview. For a job interview. It's great. That it was good stuff. That was great. Good stuff. And <laughs> Kurt says, Well, our tag team division is full which I think is weird a week before they have a superstar shakeup. Also,
2: it's not.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Kevin
2: Kevin, Kevin and Sammy are better than all of your current tag teams. Yeah. Put them in a tournament tomorrow, Kevin and Sammy are winning that tournament over everybody, including Braun and Nicholas.
0: Maybe maybe not Authors of Pain. Maybe not. Maybe Maybe not not. Authors of Pain.
2: But that would be a damn fine match that I hope to see one day, Kevin and Sammy versus
0: Authors of Pain. So Kurt Angle then unleashes Ooh. just a dose of cyanide. Oh man! And he says, "You know, I hear TNA's hiring," <laughs> and this comes after there was speculation on Dark Twitter. Shout out to uh, Lessmore that <laughs> that Vince McMahon didn't want Jeff Jarrett to reference TNA. Now I don't know if that was the case, but whatever. But Impact Wrestling hashtagged We Are Impact and used that and to be fair to impact wrestling their numbers are climbing yeah. they have embraced the fact that they are an independent promotion with television and it seems like viewers are coming along with that at least slowly but surely it was
2: and i think now that they have cut bait with
1: oh yeah uh, with
2: del rio they can only go up because that guy's just going to weigh you down in the, especially in the main event picture of your, of your Fed, get him out. Um, happy, uh, I think Austin Aries, nothing but payroll.
0: That guy, that's, true. that's right. I am infinitely more interested in their main oh, event. Oh, I might do a live podcast after Redemption now. Oh, Man, <laughs> yeah, pe- uh,
2: Pentagon and and Phoenix, uh, the Pentagon versus Phoenix versus Austin Aries is damn good stuff. Let yeah yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah, a lot better than Austin Aries versus Alberto Del Rio taking forever to set somebody up in the corner so he can stomp on them. Yes,
0: enough of this. You all can hear me talk about Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Being Elite, New Japan, NXT 205 Live on the Fightful Weekender podcast that is exclusively on FightfulSelect.com. Subscribe now. One of many podcasts you can get there. Man, Owens and Zayn had a match that I think would have been – top three or four on WrestleMania last night (laughs) because immediately they had urgency Mm -hmm. opening bell urgency, trying to put each other away quickly. The pace of this was insane. The 20 seconds without commentary was phenomenal when they came back from a commercial. And I don't know if they knew they were back. Owens did a cannonball to Zane when Zane was on the apron, but his head was leaning in real cool frog splash for two Zane hits a haluva kick, but Owens is in the ropes then Owens falls out of the ring after a pop-up powerbomb. Alex, I have missed the Super Fisherman's Buster so much. Yeah. And it ended the match. You did. It ended the match. You know, I, count I, I a lot. I'm saying, oh, the, the Blue Thunder Bomb needs to be a finish. I've never needed the Super Fisherman's Buster to be his finish, but I needed it to be a finish. Tonight it was a finish. Yeah. And neither one will join Raw as a result. Which got a TNA chant. <laughs> maybe, maybe the first since Donald Trump versus Rosie O'Donnell on Raw.
2: Yes, that's possible.
0: <laughs> um,
2: so this was really great. This was, this was the whole thing. Was like when, when I thought the plan was, after fast, before Fastlane, we thought that it was going to wind up being Sammy and Kevin weren't going to get along and they're going to have a match at Mania. I thought to myself, listen, you, you're going to give me Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and on the grandest stage of them all? I don't care if, if it's a kind of a lackluster end to this ridiculous feud that has been going on with Shane McMahon. We know the match is going to be great because these two are incapable of having a bad match together. I I, I loved this. And I love the idea of I only got one spot for my in my singles division, so you guys got to fight for it. Immediately, I'm like that, the stakes are through the roof. I, I, I love that, and I love that during the match, Kevin is screaming at Sammy, "I need this." I'm like, basically, like I'm gonna, I'm, I'll do whatever I can to have to beat you. And and so now, they both got counted out. And neither of them is joining Raw. I want them to show up at the NXT tapings and ask Regal for a job. It was a Wednesday? Yeah, I think so. I think that'd be that'd be so fun. Although you WWE know, has enough content,
0: off. they have enough content from Access that they could just run stuff for. That's, that's another thing that I posted on FightfulSelect.com exclusively this weekend. I talked to some of the talent at Access. They know it was filmed, but they have no clue if it's going to ever see the light of day. They weren't was,
2: Wasn't it something? I forget who said it today during their little uh, uh, postmania conference call. They're 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 going to do a tiered thing on the, the network they, don't, they they don't yeah they don't know when they don't know any the details of it but it's going to happen mm-hmm. i feel like if you take wrestlemania access and that's on your most expensive tier i'll pay for your most expensive tier yeah, like like if if that's what you're gonna do is like all these little things like uh, like house show matches and stuff that are gonna wind up in places live yeah. events across the uh, uh, in Australia or wherever if those things end up on the network but you got to pay extra to get it I know I'm
0: gonna do that you know thirty seconds or less any predictions for call ups tomorrow you will be joining me on the SmackDown show tomorrow night
2: yes I will um God Billy Kay and Peyton Royce have to have to right they have to.
0: Peyton right. left town to, said that she left town today.
2: And yeah. We don't I mean New Orleans is not that far from Tampa.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: you know what I mean? Um I guess those those two, I'm I wouldn't be surprised to see sanity show up. All of them. Yeah, all of them. All three of them.
0: All of them. And Nikki.
2: Yeah, and Nikki too. Nikki. What's too. she that doing? Would, yeah. <laughs> nothing. Uh yeah. I I yeah, I would not be surprised to see that. Um at all I, I i don't i don't i don't think they're gonna pull the trigger on Almus, but yeah. that dude's ready for the main roster
0: i'm, I'm gonna say sanity Almus, big cash shows up that's what that's my predictions i'm not a report thing please don't put out there Well will show them to this it's a prediction uh, i i wouldn't
2: be surprised to see big cast not show up tomorrow but show up
0: that's the soup shape. Shape. yeah yeah sure any new people for 205 Live? Ooh, that's a good one. I think that may happen during the soup shake, too, but I guess we'll see. Guys, please follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. Most importantly, visit Fightful.com. We cover MMA, pro wrestling, and boxing. Maybe you don't like MMA or boxing. Well, you can just go to FightfulWrestling.com because if you like this podcast, you will definitely like our news. We have news around the clock up-to-date, breaking news, exclusive news. We have interviews. I interviewed so many people last week. We had like six or seven guests on the list And your boy, our flagship show that airs on Wednesday. We had people from WWE, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, Lucha Underground, Title Match Wrestling, WrestleCon, uh, Wildcat Wrestling. We had representation from – we had Joey Janelle's Spring Break. Everybody. So we we gave everybody pretty fair coverage this weekend, I think. Uh so please support fightful.com and please go check out dot You can follow Alex at Palowski the fourth, fourth He will be joining me tomorrow night on the SmackDown live post show uh, since Jeff will still be traveling back. But I want to thank you guys so much for all the awesome uh all the awesome live chats we've had this weekend. You all can subscribe to us, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Player FM, all over the place. Leave us a thumbs up, subscribe. Until next time, we're out.